shouting match and nobody's <laughs> and all of a sudden you know hood isha come out and i'm like <laughs> and hood isha like Woo, girl i've been in it for a long time what's up hey everybody i'm elise real and i'm isha bell and this is full-time black women a community for black professional women to live laugh grow and feel the soul what are we talking about today elise Today's topic is keys to criticism. Ooh, black woman's kryptonite, girl. Mm. Black woman's kryptonite criticism. Hey. The black woman's kryptonite. <laughs> black woman's kryptonite. Who you talking about, huh? <laughs> you know that's how we be. It's you know that's how we are. That's the, that's the sign of growth to be able to take criticism because yes. Ooh. Boy, when you tell black well, she ain't doing something right, the defense, offense, all the fences get put all up. All the fences. All the fences. <laughs> yes. So, growth is hard. We already know. Growth is hard. Um, some will describe it as a difficult and uncomfortable process of development. In fact, people commonly refer to its moments of struggle as growing pain. So one aspect of development that can pr- be particularly difficult is criticism. And Ooh, it sounds like you just, it sounds like you talk about me already. I don't even know what the subject is, the topic or anything like that. But just hearing the word criticism. It's uncomfortable. Just takes you back to a place where, yes, yep. Yes, exactly. it's uncomfortable. I'm already uncomfortable. I, <laughs> this, is a, this is a process. So if you're uncomfortable right now, Understand, this is not an attack. This is not pointing fingers. We all trying to lo- learn and grow together. That's what we doing. Mm-hmm. So whether in your personal life or your career, the wrong approach to criticism can have a negative impact. And maybe that's why you are so uncomfortable. I am so uncomfortable. We're uncomfortable. Is that the process w- went wrong. It went left. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. We have such a a negative uh, feeling when it comes to criticism. And while its purpose may be to improve, the results of a poor approach can discourage, change, and damage relationships. So today, we want to share three tips for offering criticism, as well as three tips for accepting it. I'm ready. You ready? Had to take a deep breath, putting on my big girl draws. I mean, I usually wear them on a regular basis, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> mentally, I'm putting on a big girl draws. Uh-huh. Trying to figure out how to handle this and learn as I teach one another. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. I have faith. Okay. I have faith. Yes, I so think... We are full time black women. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anything. Right. So with that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Oh, Isha, I've been seeing all types of people with all types of things to say on social media. I don't know why they keep playing. They need to just join Buzzsprout. Yeah, joining Buzzsprout, just like we did, will allow you to not only get your message 
outside of just social media, but to the entire world, you get a $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan. Yes, just click on the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash, and that will qualify you for a $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan. All you need is a quiet space and the right equipment to get your message out to the world. Use that $20 to get you a good microphone and some headphones and you will be all set. Yeah, you'll be all set because guess what? At Buzzsprout, you get a team of people who are passionate about helping you succeed. They are really quick to respond back if you have any questions or you just need a little helping hand just to get to the next step. Go ahead. Click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash. It not only helps us here at Fulltime Black Woman, but we are able to actually get you the push that you need to move forward. Right. So get your message out to the world on all the major platforms. Apple every, every platform every platform Buzzsprout Buzzsprout What? <laughs> I think that's it That's all you need to know Every platform Boom Click the link in the show notes Yes You will not regret it Believe me Baby baby Alright So we're back But we can go ahead and Get started with those Stats for that ass Hey Stats for that ass hey, We freaking you the facts With some stats Okay, so Elise, uh, the data from psych test study of how people handle criticism reveals that as age increases, sensitivity to criticism decreases. Now, perhaps we become less concerned about what others think of us or hopefully learn how to use negative feedback as a way to learn and grow. Now, this study also showed that statistical results also revealed that women are more likely than men to internalize the negative emotions they feel when being criticized in the form of feelings like guilt, shame, and embarrassment. Some other stats, according to the psych test study, are 29% believe that most people criticize others in order to hurt, not help. Mm. And my mind, that 29% is a hundred. Yep. Um, <laughs> it depends, but it depends on, depends the, on where the it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 34% become less motivated and don't work as hard when their work has been criticized. <laughs> Hello. Yep. Okay. You think you can do it better than me? Oh, I, Isha, just read a stat. Stop it. This, this is a learning opportunity <laughs> for us. Us. Right. Uh, anyways, us. so <laughs> yep. 39% feel degraded when someone points out their mistakes. 41% have gotten into an argument with someone more than once because they felt unjustly criticized. Yup. <laughs> and we're going to fix oh, this. You ain't going to be I criticizing wanna... me all willy nilly. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't start now. Won't be done. Know what the pool of these people look like? Like, what was the <laughs> demographics of the people here? Because I don't think it was many full-time black women in this uh, this study at all. But let me get to the last point. So, sixty-six percent admit that they are hard on themselves when they fail, and will dwell on it. Woo. Okay. Go ahead, Lise. Go ahead, Lise. Go ahead, Lise. All right. So first of all, let me start by saying I 
I'm in a lot of these stats and a lot of these numbers. I'm going to say that I'm in a lot of these numbers. I mm. felt triggered and I felt attacked. <laughs> and I, I, I just, I feel like they were talking to me <laughs> just like, I don't know. But um, when you mentioned that women are more likely to internalize. Oh, that was me all day. I will internalize yes. some some shit from the the moment it exits your mouth to about mm-hmm. five years down down the line. Don't tell me good morning. Say it like that. Right. Good morning. Like uh, uh, uh it's noon. Exactly. Okay. It's noon. Yes, we feel in some type of way for for the longest, but um. Yeah, man. Criticism is rough. It, it, if you mm. already have a perfectionist tendency and all of a sudden somebody criticizes you, I just be like, no. I, so I already feel like a failure and my imposter syndrome is on 10. Right. And now all of a sudden you're just telling me that I really did fail. Okay. Oh all my right. gosh. I mean, and the part that jumped out to me <laughs> and my petty <laughs> and the petty um, was 34% becomes less motivated and don't work as hard when their work has been criticized. Yeah. That, is, that is me, yo. Like, look, tell me that I'm not doing something right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you could be trying to help me by telling me I'm not doing it right, but want to show me how to do it another way. And I get it when it's not me, <laughs> but when it's me, I don't know. It's right. weird. It's this weird mental thing. Like yeah. you understand. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. I totally understand that. But somehow, some way it just kind of, <laughs> yeah, it, it becomes this big thing out of something so small. And they can tell you, you know, 99% of everything you do is wonderful. Perfect. But this 1%. Oh, okay. so it's 1%. Oh, so okay. So you we are one percenters around here. We one percent. Matter of fact, you do a hundred percent of the work then if you worry about that little one percent. Because if you go sit up here and pick up that one percent, then obviously the ninety nine percent don't matter, right? So right. I ain't doing it now. Yes. Like and it shows growth, you know, like you know, Lil Lisa and Lil Isha, Lil Isha, ooh, she was mean when I think about it now. <laughs> and now, you know, Isha today, I take it. It takes me a while to process it. Now, a little Isha, I didn't want to process it all. Right. It came in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. And it came in one side and an eye roll coming out. Yeah. Like point yep. blank. But now I get it eventually, but I'm still I'm still a, a work in progress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. We are all works in progress pro- mm, all works in progress. And I feel like I, I think that that's, that's a great thing to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we as black women do have a hard time with this criticism. I think we get attacked in so many other ways. So often it just automatically a feel it automatically feels negative. We automatically associate criticism with something negative, harmful, intentional, um, all that's of that. Intentional. Yeah. That's the word intentional. I was like, you've been wanting to say this to me. Yes. Oh, now you got the balls to say it. Now it's like you got the gall to say it. Yes. Now it's like you like, no, it could just 
I'm trying to help help. you, Isha and Elise. No yank. (laughs) (laughs) Or as my toddler says, as my toddler says, no yanks. (laughs) No yanks. (laughs) No yanks. (laughs) I don't want it. No yanks. Right, right. So let's get into this topic. Without further ado, keys to criticism. Let's get into how to offer it first. <sighs> so the first uh, tip for offering criticism is to be mindful of the delivery. Now, people are usually focused on what they have to say, but what really matters a lot of the time, especially if you are offering criticism to a woman, is how it's said. Um, how how and and when and and all of that makes a difference. So the location is definitely important because if you start publicly criticizing someone Ooh, in front, in front of people. Let it be in a work setting too. If you if you're at work and all of a sudden your supervisor wants to point you out in front of the entire department and say, "Yes, you did this wrong. This is not the way it was supposed to be done. The process had been updated and blah blah blah." You're gonna cause problems. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. That is not the. That's not the time. That is not the location. Avoid. That's an attack. It's not criticism. Right. Like it. It's that's an attack. Exactly. Personal. That becomes that, and that's how it's seen. And it may not be the intent of the person to make it feel like an attack. But when you do it in a public setting like that, and it's not a mm-hmm. a one on one situation, you you're making it. It feels like, and I know I'm I'm gonna probably say that a lot during this episode. It feels like. But and that's what it is. Feelings. It's feelings. So it, it'll feel like it's an attack. It'll feel like you're making an example out of the person. And yep. you don't want you don't want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. Because <laughs> you don't know how much I could bring, boo. Like, yes. I don't know how much I could bring. I'm scared, too. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes. Another part of delivery is timing and the state of mind. And. So the timing of your criticism, do not wait five months down the line from when the incident happened to actually come and bring this criticism. Because number one, I done forgot. Number two, I don't care. And number three, now it feels petty because now you just, you feel some type of way and now you want to come back and criticize me on something that happened in the past. No, that's not going to work. Consider your state of mind and the state of mind of the other person. So if you are angry and you're offering criticism, it's not going to sound good. If, yeah. If the person is going through some things and is stressed out and upset and angry, they're not going to hear you. It's not going to work out. So state of mind is also important because criticism is something that is emotionally charged. It's it, so the state of mind of when when you're in that moment can definitely impact that for both the person giving it and the receiver. And just making sure that you're within range of the instance. So like I said, timing is important. If the person is getting ready to go out on leave for um for surgery or something like that, maybe then is not the timing. 
Um, but just you can wait till they, you know, come back, or maybe it's something that should have been addressed earlier. As far as yeah, time it's is a window, it's a, it's a timing got window. Got a timing yeah. window. Wait for it to happen again, and then you can <laughs> then you can come and bring this up. And lastly, with your delivery, be mindful of the specifics. Do not come in here with generalized statements, generalized complaints. Don't sit there and say, well, yeah, I mean, I just don't like how you do this. That's your problem. That's not, I don't hear anything wrong then. That's that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. Mm-hmm. Come with specifics. I don't, I, I think that this project would run a little bit smoother if you expedited the scheduling a week in advance as opposed to the day of. Boom. Mm-hmm. I understand. It makes sense. Okay, we can move from there. But when you're coming with generalized statements, at some point, the person is going to be like, well, this doesn't apply to me because this is general. Or I don't know what your problem is because this is general. So Mm -hmm. be mindful of the delivery. What you say, when you say, how you say, it all matters. Because that's the first thing that people grasp on is is the delivery. You know, like, have you ever heard two people go back and forth and what the person is trying to deliver is something that would be beneficial for the other, but their delivery was trash. You can't get past what they're trying to say to you because you're focused on how they said it to you. And I can't be in a receiving position if you were up here tossing it at my face or you know making a big hoopla out of it like delivery is a huge deal especially when you're dealing with some full-time black women mm. okay you gotta i don't want you pussyfooting around but at the same time i don't want you just trying to run a train through my mind and my heart and expect me to just get over it and move on and do better like right. no it's not gonna work that way you have to learn how to be diplomatic when it comes to discussing things with people, especially in a business setting. Yes. Um, I think it's extremely important. And this is where we deal with probably the most criticism in our day-to-day lives is in the work environment. Um, that could make or break your not only dedication, but also your duration at in a place of employment based off of situations like this. Because criticism turned into hostile work environments. Yes. Hostile work environments is not where you're trying to be when you're trying to protect your peace. So the next key to offering criticism. Listen to this, employers. Listen to this, management. My (laughs) full-time Black woman, listen to this, okay? Make suggestions. Ooh, Mm. that's a nice soft word. Mm -hmm. Suggestions, not demands. Mm. Because we are all grown. Yes. Okay? You're not speaking to your child. You're not speaking to your pupil. You're not speaking to your mentee. Like, it it, it doesn't matter. Understand and respect other people by making suggestions. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to respectfully offer areas of improvement. Like you, Elise mentioned, don't just say generalized statements. Let people know what they're doing well and then Mm -hmm. let them know areas they can work on. And don't just say you need to work on this. You need to give bullets underneath those. Yes. Which are suggestions of what they can do to improve. If not, then it just seems like a big ball of criticism. Mm -hmm. You need to, mm, this word, 
Avoid ultimatums. Oh. Yes. Who are you <laughs> to be giving me somebody who bills you don't pay an ultimatum? Mm. Uh-uh. I ain't got no curfew. I ain't no kid. No. You don't give a person an ultimatum because now you're actually creating conflict. You're exactly. not cr- providing criticism. You're creating conflict and chaos. And that's only going to go one of one ways when you deal with a full-time black woman. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> ain't it no, ain't going to be pretty. One of two ways is one of one ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Um, you also need to stay calm, as Elise mentioned. You know, your your state of mind, their state of mind are things that need to be taken into account. Um, that way we can keep the situation less stressful Mm -hmm. because when you're already in a position where you have to come to someone and let them know that maybe they need to work on some things improve on some things the person giving the advice can feel uncomfortable doing that because they know how they feel if someone had to bring the same thing to them Mm -hmm. so if you stay calm that person hopefully will stay calm. There is no guarantee. (laughs) But that person will hopefully stay calm. But if you can bring one half of the discussion with a calm demeanor, it will help and hopefully have a better outcome. I agree with that. Because if you coming in guns blazing, mm -mm. who is you? Mm -mm. Defense is up. I ain't hear nothing you had to say. Nothing. But demands, like, come on, like, oh, stop. I wish. You're not offering criticism. You sound like a bully. Like, yes. come on. Yes. And that is a terrible thing. Like, we, like you mentioned in the very beginning, we are all adults. I, we, not nobody's child-parent relationship, teacher-pupil relationship, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Get, like, treat me as such and speak to me nicely. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, and the third key for when you are offering criticism is to have clear intentions. So, again, when criticism comes about, it often can feel, if done improperly, like an intentional attack. So yeah. you have to be clear what your intentions are when you're giving this criticism to someone. Um, it's not something to take lightly when you're offering criticism because it can really impact a person mentally and emotionally and their productivity and efficiency if done the wrong way. So your goal should always be improvement. This is this is the time to focus on ways that things can be done better. The person can grow. The person can evolve. The Mm -hmm. impact and the results that come from this criticism can make things better. Like the goal is growth. The the goal is development. Like don't think that this criticism is always going to fall on deaf ears because it won't. When done properly, it can really make a great change, but it can't Mm -hmm. do that if that's not your intention. So if your intention is to criticize for spite, for petty, or because you feel in some type of way and you just need to release some steam. That's not, that's not criticism. That's again, an attack. 
that's your mm-hmm. your intentions aren't pure. Your ten- intentions aren't one that will be well received. If you're going to come in here and say all of a sudden, well, at least you told me that my email was unprofessional. So your business writing for your proposal needs to be uh, 110% perfect because I ain't got time. No, no. Tell me that my my edits need to be made because it will be better received uh, by mm-hmm. whoever is reviewing this proposal. Not because you feel slighted because I told you that you had a run on sentence or something or you use fitna in your freaking email. Like, ah! <laughs> let's be clear. Let's be clear. So people do do that though. People really do do that though. Yes, <laughs> they do. They Fix do. It to. Fix it to. Huh. Mm. Oh, right? We were, did we were at right? work. Oh, this was corporate. <laughs> Maybe I need to unplug. I could have swore I read in the emo in corporate America. <laughs> Fix it to. Right? Ooh, Jesus. Okay. I think another thing that could be added to this of having clear intentions um, when you are offering criticism that is extremely helpful because if you do go into a situation, you're calm, you're making suggestions, you're doing all the things right, you're mindful of your delivery, but you get pushed back Mm. initially by that person, no matter how well you think you are doing when it comes to trying to provide some type of criticism, you may go on a defense too. And then all of a sudden, everything just falls apart. So by writing these suggestions down on a piece of paper and not going off the top of your head, because if you're in a situation where you're having a dialogue with somebody and you're trying to get some type of positive outcome of the situation, you have to stay grounded. And by writing ahead what you would like to say, and make sure you get all those points across with perfect examples, not general statements. It makes life a lot easier for both of you when it comes to that. Um, when it comes to offering criticism, write this stuff down because we're emotional creatures. Yes. Especially us full time black women. Write it down. Yes. I think that is an excellent tip. Um, we always talk about writing things down, but this is a great moment example to mm-hmm. actually do that. Because you can get thrown off course by the wrong response. And all yep. of a sudden, it's a shouting match and nobody's winning. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, Hood Isha come out and I'm like, <laughs> and Hood Isha like, woo, girl, I've been in it for a long time. What's up? Waiting. I've been wanting to fight. It's like, I've been waiting to fight somebody. <laughs> Who, who's our victim? Yep. You've been hiding me away all this time trying to be better. Uh, right? So, rude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, before we get into the tips for the individual being critiqued, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I am so tired of going to the grocery store. I I love it most times, but I just don't want to be around everybody. I just want to relax. I want to make this easy for me. So I, I really think we should all be on Instacart. I think that's the way. 
I mean, that makes sense. But hey, you ain't got to be out here saving the world, sis. You just save you. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Right. All right. Unplug for not only the social media, but also the rat race uh-huh. out there in the grocery stores. Preach. Go ahead and click on that link, fulltimeblackroom.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. And you too will be able to get your groceries delivered to your front door, boo. Yes. Get it in your road with your slippers on when you're buying it without anybody gotten things, got things to say about you. Yes. Get your shop. food and your bonnet. <laughs> shop, yeah, shop, shop in your bonnet, sis. Right. Okay, live in your freedom. And not only that, save you some coins too. Cause we ain't trying to be no Burkisha, no funds. Right. When you shop on the Instacart, you are able to get access to the coupons and the deals that they highlight every single day. Click on the link for fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. Right. They get all the latest and greatest best products from multiple stores available just for you. They highlight all the deals. They make suggestions for you on things that you might want to try. Just go ahead and do it. Click on the link in the show notes, fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash to get your free delivery on your first order over $35. Yeah, when you get that free deliver on your first order over $35, it helps us here at Full-Time Black Women Podcast to continue to bring you some self-care and everything else that we can to make your life a little bit easier. Click on the link, fulltimeblackwomen.com forward slash Instacart floor slash. All right, we're back. So now we talked about tips on offering criticism. Now. Let's go to tips on how to receive criticism and being the individual being critiqued. Okay. All right. First, breathe. Stay calm. Stay calm. That's all you got to do. It's something that we take for granted, breathing. But just come willing to receive something that can actually help you. Um, Avoid starting off defensive. Oh, this sounds like a weight of a thousand pounds. Look. I know. I heard it. It automatically got defensive. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. What you mean? <laughs> so you everybody are- can be prepared I- but me? <laughs> right. I'm walking into a, a lion's den. What you mean avoid starting right. off defensive? Like, what I'm supposed to do? Just come here with the olive branch? Nope. Exactly. That ain't happening. But yes. Listen. Avoid starting off defensive. You also need to keep a logical perspective instead of responding emotionally. And we talk about this all the time, you know, facts over feelings, especially in business. You have to not only be willing to receive because this is something that can help you with your career development, but you also have to be willing to receive to understand that this person really could be truly trying to help you personally as well. Um, I feel as if we get to the point where we feel like we're doing everything completely 100% correct. Ain't no notches in my back. I I, I do everything right. I actually do it 110%. What you talk about, Jeff? I need to work on this one. Like, no. This person may be trying to build a mentor-mentee relationship with you. And the only way they could truly do that is by being able to offer constructive criticism to help you get to the next step. Because no one is born knowing every single thing. Right. Okay. 
You got to crawl before you walk. You got to walk before you run. You may be in the walking stage and not realize this person is trying to push you to the run stage so you can move further up in your career so you can be able to help out other full-time Black women. But if you get to the point where you cannot accept some type of criticism, that could be stagnant when it comes not only to your career, but also to your personal growth. Mm -hmm. So just breathe through the interaction and listen. Yeah. And understand that this person may actually have my best interest at heart. And then after the discussion, digest everything that happened. Don't just pick up on the emotional things that occurred during that 30 hour call, whatever, but (laughs) digest every single thing and think, am I overreacting? Am I just being extremely emotional? Mm -hmm. What can I do to actually be able to pull something out of this? And actually thank that person in the future. Mm. Oh. Stay calm. <laughs> I know. I was when you said thank you, I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I'ma thank them for telling me I did something wrong. But yeah, yes. you should. You should. That's real growth because not everybody, you're not perfect. You're not always gonna do things perfect. Perfect. If you're a full-time black woman, you're probably doing 50, 11 things anyway, and something mm-hmm. is bound to slip. It happens. It's natural. So, um, when you mentioned listening, Isha, it was like, all right, there are two different types of listening. So let's be clear: you can listen to respond, or you can listen and, like you said, digest. You can listen. What is it? Listen critically. So I think you can think critically and you can listen critically. You you can't listen to respond because in, in this moment of criticism, hopefully the person is coming from a good place and is really trying to help you grow. But if you're listening just to respond, then you are acting defensively. You are not taking in what they're saying. You're not applying mm-hmm. it to how you really are. Um, the work that you do, you're not able to think logically about it because you're allowing your emotions to build up your response. You um you lose sight of what this could actually be doing for you if you're always mm-hmm. listening to respond and to defend and to um rebut what's being said. So, like, if all of a sudden if somebody is offering you constructive criticism and genuinely trying to help you and all you can think of, well, I don't have to listen to you because you messed up the proposal last month. You, <laughs> Where are we at? I know mistake maker Melissa ain't trying to give me no tips on how to do my job. Because last time I checked, we ain't had no, uh, last time we had a problem departmentally was because of you. Yes. What you done said, I um, need to fix right. line 63. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it could have came from somebody else other than you. Right, right. And uh, like who it's coming from makes a difference sometimes. Because like you said, if mistake making Melissa is telling me a critique, <laughs> I ain't taking her serious. Because she mistake making <laughs> Melissa. But she might genuinely. Oh, Eric. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> But Era Eric and mistake making Melissa might actually know what they're talking about because they do make these mistakes. 
So. Exactly, because they made them enough. <laughs> right. That they could make sure that you don't fall in the same pitfalls as them. So, yeah. Yeah, so don't don't always be quick to judge who's giving you the criticism. You can still be thinking critically about it and, and receive it with a grain of salt, but, you know, you don't want to... A block of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but like you said, like I notice, I have noticed that about myself as I've grown. I tend to listen to respond mm-hmm. and not digest. Um, and oh, I feel like that's the hardest part of this growth part is switching over to the latter mm-hmm. and realizing that you will actually pull more from the situation if you do that instead. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into the next tip for when you are accepting criticism. The next key for the individual being critiqued is to remember it's perspective and not personal. All right. I I understand the difficulty with which this key is, is being received because I, I have this problem. Everything is personal. Everything can feel personal especially when somebody is telling you that you're doing something wrong but healthy constructive criticism is not a personal attack it is not someone uh angrily pointing the finger at you saying that you did this wrong that you always do this wrong that you're a failure this that, and the third healthy constructive criticism even if it's delivered in the best possible way can sometimes feel personal, but understand that the only, the only personal thing about it is the ability for you to personally receive it and take it to be better. Like that's the personal Mm -hmm. part. That's the way you use it. It's a perspective. It's someone's opinion. It's someone's uh, point of view on the situation from their lens. So you can also, you can think of it that way when you're receiving the criticism to know that all right, they have an outside lens on what I'm doing here. I'm in the midst of whatever this project is, in the midst of whatever this problem is. So I may not be able to see all the different angles because I'm in it. Like you can't mm-hmm. see the forest. What is it? You can't see the forest for the trees. For the trees, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So like I'm looking dead at the middle of this tree. I don't see the whole forest. So the person from the outside offering healthy criticism, healthy constructive criticism can give you the opportunity for development, for improvement, for growth, to better yourself, to find more efficient ways, to find more effective ways to get things done. And this is a learning opportunity for you as a person receiving the criticism to be better, to um, excel and to be seen especially in the workplace as someone who understands that they can grow that they can work with others that they can take the criticism use it adapt and improve yep because even ceos don't know all the things no they're not supposed to they'll be overlooked right so eventually they're getting criticism from somewhere and if you're trying to be the CEO, you're going to have to be able to take that criticism and use it in order to move up. So no one is perfect. As much as we try to take on, as much as we do, as much as we are awesome as full-time Black women, 
Black girl magic. Hey, we are just, we're not perfect. No one is. And those who care are um, offering you this criticism to open you up to change. They're opening you up for, like I said, the opportunity to grow and improve, which you should be doing any anyway. Anytime you don't grow, you're stagnant and you're missing mm-hmm. out on new views, perspectives on life in your job and even in your personal life. Um, because you can use these criticisms to improve all the way around. So yeah. understand it's a perspective. It's someone's opinion. You can take it with a grain of salt. It isn't necessarily set in stone uh don't take it personally and just use the information just receive the information apply it and see if it makes sense if it makes sense so basically you're saying elise don't take it personal just one of those things that aisha goes through when i'm angry inside Eric, Eric, make it mistake. Melissa, let get on my nerves. And I'm tired of them. They need to get on my face. You too, Sharonda, Jeff Alda, Tara Becca. I don't even care about nobody what they're trying to say because I just had my one-on-one and they talk about my personal development. Yeah. Excuse me. So that's what you say. Don't take it personal. Yeah. Saying. Okay. I got it. Um, and also another way that uh, perspective is looked upon, like, as you mentioned before, is someone else's opinion. And we here at Full Top Black Women are open to your opinions by getting a rate and review and hearing from you exactly how we're doing because we are trying to grow and realize that criticism is something that can help us get to the next step. Help us run. We walk it right now, but help us run. We want to feel the wind on our face for us. <laughs> like that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> run, <laughs> run for us. That's what we're trying to do, but go ahead. And you know what? If you want to give us something, other than a five, like another five. five, we would not be mad. Not at because all. Because guess what? We growing. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is always to prove it, boo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the last tip on how you as an individual can truly receive criticism so it is constructive. It's check your ego at the goddamn door. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Pow, pow. At ow, the goddamn door. Hold on, get it out again. At the goddamn <laughs> door. Okay. Yes. That's it. Calm the hell down. I'm trying to help you, sis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we mentioned it's about delivery. But it's also about how you receive it as well. Mm. Because if you already come into that room, on that call, on that Zoom, already got an attitude, already uh, body language all fucked up, look, ain't nobody going to try to help you. I was trying to help you, little stinking ass. You probably don't (laughs) think, but your attitude stank. But now I can't because your ego done got in the way. Yeah. And not only is it going to get into your way when it comes to receiving this criticism, it's going to get into your way down the line in your future development because you're going to get a stereotype or no, not stereotype, a reputation mm-hmm. of being hard to deal with, hard to work with, difficult to promote 
productivity, difficult when it comes to communication. No one don't no one wants to work with that person. And you can't be better. You can't truly affect change if you can't in the work environment, if you can't affect change in yourself. Mm-hmm. So check your damn ego at the goddamn door. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna clap it up for that because that's that's real. <laughs> That is real. That ego man, it will get in your way every time. If you you think you know everything, can do everything, your shit don't sting, all of that, it will get in your way. It's good to be confident, but you don't want to be egotistical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a bit confident and cocky. Yes. Two different things. One has substance, one does not. Yes, yes. And... Before we get into hashtag Casperish, let me. I want to say this: criticism in the workplace happens a lot. Yes, especially as full time Black women. But don't get mm-hmm. it twisted. These tips for how to offer criticism and receive criticism they definitely apply in personal, real life situations as well. Mm-hmm. Just be mindful of your audience, whether you are giving or receiving the criticism. Um, and don't let your ego get in the way of your growth, both personally and professionally, period. So, yeah. Anywho, let's get hashtag Casperish. It's that time. For those that don't know, hashtag Casperish is a segment where we get ghostly, a little transparent with y'all about the topic so that you know how we feel, our personal experience. Get to know us a little bit better in regards to the topic. So, Isha, how do you usually handle criticism and or being a critic? I feel like when I am being a critic, I usually try to throw humor in there Mm -hmm. to just disarm people's defenses. Um, Also, when I am providing some criticism, I show my own faults. To let that person know that they themselves are not the only person who need to work on it. Yeah. That I too have had personal experiences with this particular thing or with other things that maybe they're good at that I need to work on. And some things I have strengths on, I can help them out, mm-hmm. you know? So I bring myself to the same table so they don't feel like they're there alone. And then when people get scared and feel like they're back into a corner, you know, a dog gonna bite. one way out their back is up against the wall so that's how when it comes to delivery you need to have some soft gloves on but have some real talk so it's two different things yeah um now how do i handle criticism i'm a work in progress i told you (laughs) i told you i'm a work in progress yeah okay like my reaction is usually my initial reaction is usually listening to respond Mm -hmm. so i'm already building my case in my head of what i'm going to say to you after you done said something off the cuff to me right but it couldn't be it probably isn't off the cuff you're probably truly trying to help me but i have to leave my goddamn ego at the door (laughs) okay (laughs) to become better and once i have worked on those things Mm -hmm. i noticed such a huge difference in how I not only handle myself during the discussion of uncom- you know, uncomfortability mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while I'm talking to somebody, but also 
afterwards, I feel lighter. I don't feel like I'm carrying that on my shoulders and my mind is not renting free space in my head. So yes. then I'm upset about this. And all of a sudden, now I messed up 10 more things because I'm still hung up on how he said it and when he said it or how she said it and when she said it. And also, was that an ultimatum? You know, like right, it, it, right. It, it stays in your head and it plays over and over again. And I already told you before, I'm one of those people that let you come and try to criticize me and your delivery is not correct. I ain't doing shit else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the little extra stuff and everything I was doing. Oh, it's gone now, boo. You're going to miss it right. because I'm not doing it at all. So no, I am a work in progress, but I'm so much better today than I was yesteryears mm-hmm. when it comes to criticism. And the stat said it, as you age, your response to it tends to decrease because you don't really care. You don't have much to prove. You know who you are more right. so as a person right. versus you're building things block by block yourself and waiting for other people to have an input to validate you. Validation is not really there when you get when you get older. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about you? How do you usually handle criticism and or being a critic tick. Ooh, I couldn't get that word out. Critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as far as being a critic, I tend to kind of like how you said you you let the person know that you have either had experience with this fault or you know, ain't nobody perfect, neither am I kind of mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. I try to do that mm-hmm. too. And then um, I also let the person know, like, you're doing all of these other things great. Let's just do better here. You know, yeah. let's bring this up to the same level that you're doing everything else at, if possible. And if you feel like you can't, all right, let's brainstorm some ways to make it better. Like, how can I help you? Help me help you make this better type of thing. Yeah. Um, If you want my help. Some people don't don't need or don't want help. And that's understandable, but <laughs> learn to accept it. Let's grow in that too. But um, yeah, I, I try to let the person know like you're not alone in being, you know, imperfect. There is no mm-hmm. such thing. And if you need help, I'm here for you to help you through this and let's figure it out. Um definitely have not thrown any ultimatums out there that's terrible like i i wouldn't want one thrown at me so i'm never throwing one at somebody Mm -hmm. um and just i try to be mindful of my delivery because i i am a sensitive person i have always been a sensitive person um blame it on the pisces in me i guess i don't know (laughs) but i the way something is said, how it's said, when it's said, where it's said at, all of that stuff matters to me. So I try to take that into consideration when I'm offering my criticism to somebody else. Now, as far as handling criticism, I am a work in progress still. I am light years away from where I once was because I would shut down. There's no, mm-hmm. I don't respond well to it back then i didn't uh there was no more talking there was nothing else to be said i just i just shut down everything was wrong my little uh inner critic also got to talking to me and all of a sudden i was a failure so it was just like well (laughs) i guess that's that then 
But now mm-hmm. I try to remember that I try to put it into a logical perspective. So when I get criticism or when even my inner critic starts going, if it's the moment where I can receive it and then step away from the, the situation, like I don't have to respond right away. I'll yeah. sit with the feelings that I have and then I'll, I'll let my, I'll allow myself to actually feel them. Cause you don't, in my opinion, it's hard. It's, it's a terrible thing to bottle up your feelings because they will explode at some point. So I let myself feel whatever it is, let it pass. Then I'll start from a blank sheet of paper and write out what it is that I, whatever the criticism was, whatever the thought was, and then all the logical, reasonable things out of that. So like, I'll just go through logically addressing either my feelings that I felt logically or just what this criticism is actually trying to do for me. Mm-hmm. And that's a ter- I feel like I'm not explaining it well, but it's like, no, no, you are explaining it well. So I just want to remove the emotion from the situation because when you have too much emotion in, you can't receive anything well. Like you're always going to be, like you said, you should a dog trapped in a corner ready to bite. So if I have a moment to take away, then I'll try to focus on that. Focus on the logical, reasonable, thought out, factual uh, pieces of this criticism and my feelings. What makes sense? What is complete BS? Like somebody might tell me that my writing could be better. And all of a sudden I said, oh my God, now I'm a horrible writer. I should never write again. My inner critic just took hold of that and blew it out of proportion. So now I can sit down with that feeling, that thought and be like, you know what? I am new to creative writing, maybe at least writing for others. So let me take some classes or let me take some YouTube university uh, prompts and learn how to be improve this. Um, this person doesn't even write that much, but I can respect what they're trying to tell me because I want to get better. Like if you don't want to get better in your life, then keep responding defensively. Like exactly. <laughs> just keep- and keep also being stuck in a place. We actually talked about this on the episode that we had um back in 2020. Lessons from a telephobic. Mm. You remember our um interview that we had with Smart Girl Logic? Yes. And if you guys haven't listened to this episode, definitely go check it out. But an a telephobic or a telephobia is defined as a fear of not doing something right or the fear of not being enough. In other words, it's your fear of imperfection. And I feel like a lot of full-time black women unknowingly deal with that, yeah. you know, because we are used to be able to sprinkle that black girl magical thing. So when it comes to the situation where criticism is mixed in a bowl with your telephobia, all hell about your telephobia, your imposter syndrome, yep. and then also just the stress of being a full-time black woman mixed in one ball. Oh, oh hell about the regulars. Somebody get cussed out. Yeah. And it may be internal <laughs> and maybe external. No one knows where the smoke right. is going to go. Yes. But yeah. Yes, definitely. I, I think that's a great point. It all just mixes together and it's automatically, all right, well, it's gotta, gotta go somewhere. Yep. It's not, it's going to stress me the hell out. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'd had a heart attack. No, it got to go somewhere. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. So 
Um, with that, mm, that brings us to the end of another episode. We appreciate you rocking with us so far. We hope you got all the gems on how to be a stellar critiquer as well as receive the criticism. And with that, remember, we're here for you full time from coffee to wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full-Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full-Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Help us build this community by sharing with other full-time Black women like yourself. Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman. 